Welcome to Voices in Between, the podcast with international voices on education and diversity. This is Christoph Knoblauch meeting educational experts and discussing perspectives in between ideas of true and false. Hello everybody, with me today is a very special guest from Barnard College, Mary Rocco, and she's going to talk about inclusive community engagement strategies. Mary, welcome. Thank you so much, Gustav. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. I just wanted to talk a little bit about our strategy at Barnard. Um, one of the things that we are trying to do is develop a community engagement strategy that focuses on inclusion at the center. And one strategy we had is sort of a kind of fundamental approach is um, working on a spectrum of inclusion. So thinking about who is our Uh, target community, which is Barnard students, staff, faculty, and alumni, and then emanating out to include university-wide partners. We're part of the Columbia University system. And then thinking about our neighborhood partners uh, and potential partners uh, in the neighborhoods of Upper Manhattan, uh, Harlem, Morningside Heights, all of the Harlems, I should say, um, West, Central, and East, and then Washington Heights uh, and Inwood as well. Uh, and so to do that, I think it's best to understand that you have to meet people where they are and sort of understand that not everyone is going to want to jump into full collaboration and partnership. Uh, so many of the historic inequalities um, that have occurred in these neighborhoods at the hands often of our institutions um, require a slow approach, I think, to community engagement, one that begins with a relationship building phase that I like to call exposure. So exposure can occur um, by exposing new faculty to neighborhood institutions or neighborhood institutions and residents to the college itself. It includes a lot of hospitality, so a lot of shared meals, a lot of shared visits and time. Uh, next, I would say that you can move forward to kind of an access approach. And in the access approach, you're sharing resources. Uh, we have, for example, a long running exhibition that's getting ready to close called Undesign the Red Line. And one of the ways that we invited people into um, the college was to make it known that our library is open to the public, our grounds are open to the public. Uh, and oftentimes people don't know that. It's not sort of as widely publicized so making sure that folks did know that they're welcome on our gates and that requires some inclusion on the part of the institution to ensure that the folks who are in our community safety department, the folks who are in our facilities department, the folks who are um, in our buildings understand that we are welcoming visitors uh, and that there is sort of a hospitality approach. And then also focusing in our classes, engaging uh, with the institutions in the local neighborhood. We're fortunate in Harlem to have a number of historic cultural institutions, um, the Studio Museum in Harlem, the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture, um, the Apollo Theater, and so ensuring that our students are able to, uh, our relationships are aligned so that our students are able to make use of those um, assets uh, in the community. Um, And then I think once you have sort of developed those relationships, it's easier to fall into sort of collaboration and ongoing sustainable partnerships. And I think part of making sure that this is inclusive is engaging as many people in the process. So for example, uh, 
a little untapped resource um, in many institutions of higher education are the staff. Uh, staff uh, are really invested and interested in participating in community-facing projects, uh, external-facing projects, and uh, participate uh, at a rate that I think is, is those slightly unrecognized. And so one way is to sort of identify what are the assets that you have and how do you ensure that those assets are being leveraged in the um, abilities to include as many folks as possible. Once you're doing that on your own campus, it's much easier to think about an inclusive mindset in the folks that you're trying to engage with, whether it's in the neighborhood, whether it's in uh, citywide agencies, um, thinking more broadly about sort of like who should be at this table, who do we want to invite, and who needs to, uh, who haven't we heard from, I think is another good question to ask. Um, I think that approaching community engagement with a value set is important. Um, grounding your strategy in values of sort of respect and also really trying to identify the mutuality uh, and reciprocity in these kinds of relationships so that it's not one way for the benefit of the institution um, that the partners are also benefiting or the, the individuals that you're working with are also benefiting in some way. Um, and then it's a remembering it's a constant process of learning and reflection and so really needs to be iterative and that needs to be a fundamental part of the strategy um, that you're constantly sort of updating it. Uh, and then working towards justice because ultimately justice defined broadly, um, recognizing that everyone deserves equal economic, political, social rights and opportunities. Uh, and when you have sort of those values strictly in place, inclusion is the logical result. Which is the main role of the higher education sector, your institution, in this context? I think I see us as the conveners. Um, I think I see us as kind of the platform uh, that many of these interactions can take place. Um, so we can bring people together. If we think about uh, what higher, institution, higher education institutions can do, it's bring people together. We can share knowledge and learning. Uh, we can um, facilitate uh, partnerships uh, for um, research that is beneficial to communities. Uh, and really serves an individual right to know about the environment that people live in or about the society that one lives in. And so I think these are kind of the fundamental things. Of course, we can do other things. I mean, I think uh, we can purchase locally. We can ensure that we are hiring from local, uh, local neighborhoods or the city. Um, we can also ensure that we are uh, following sort of just labor practices, um, offering compensation when we invite people to speak and share their knowledge with us. Uh, I think those are kind of small roles that the institution can play. Mary, thank you so much for being with us here today, and thank you so much for your highly interesting insight. Thank you. Thank you, Christoph. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. Looking forward to meet you back on Voices in Between.